This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's the Besotted Broadcast here. Um, and it's uh, midweek... We're actually doing it quite early on the way back from Nottingham Forest because we're all very happy. And uh, wonderful score, marvellous score, 3-1, pride of London, Brentford. Pride of West London, Brentford beat the Forest 3-1. And uh, it was an absolutely amazing game, absolutely amazing result. We're sitting here, went up on the train, coming back on the coach. Respect to Brentford FC, respect to Matthew Benham for putting the coaches on free for the supporters to come up. There must have been probably about a 1,000 plus supporters here today. I've got no idea. Made a bit of noise. Forests were absolutely quiet. And boys, feeling the vibe today, weren't you? That game couldn't have gone any better for Brentford. Um, we looked majestic. Um, we soaked it up, we hit him on the counter-attack. We played some stunning football. Half-time, it was two, could have been four, could have been five. Um, two beautiful goals by Brentford, came out second half, hit them straight away again to make it three, was pretty much game over, they scored, a little bit of pressure, you know, it was just, it was, tonight was all about Brentford and um, they, they were just fantastic, absolutely fantastic, what a night for Brentford. I mean, did, did you think today, because we were a little bit, beforehand, we were a little bit reticent, some of us, not all of us, but some of us a bit reticent, thought, you know, Forrest are going to have a bit of a backlash today. But today, the backlash from Forrest didn't come, did it? Doesn't look like it's ever going to happen if they carry on playing like that. They were rubbish. They really didn't look like a top-half team. They looked just just poor. Just poor. I think they did... I think a few Forrest fans were quite surprised by the lineup they actually put out. So maybe that has something to do with it, but they were shit. Simple as. Well, I mean, again, I mean, we had a few tweets from a few Derby fans who were quite surprised that Forrest actually didn't have a striker in their side. So they were going to play... In the midfield, so they probably looked at Brentford and thought, "Tell you something, we're going to absolutely, absolutely outfox you in the midfield." Didn't really work, did it? Didn't work, though, did it? No, it didn't work at all. They did have Lans- uh, Lansbury, who's a bit of a striker. But Never heard of him. Enough. Yeah, not good enough. Is he? <laughs> but we, you know, we, 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 that demolition was without Yotta for most of that game. Yeah. You know, our best player, our best midfielder, wasn't wasn't playing, and Dallas wasn't wasn't on the pitch. And Pritchard, you know, um, he, he went, you know, he, he, he took the game to them. You know, it, it could have been it could have been five, six, one, two. They 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 hit a couple of shots wide that they might have done better with. Button had a stormer. 
Dave was immense again today. Um, Douglas was great. He gets booked. He'll miss Saturday at uh, Millwall. Um, Andre Gray was Andre, Andre Gray was just yeah. Um, any anyone anyone that suggests that Gray should get dropped in front of Nick needs a head testing. They're just mental. If they think that. Look, listen, bees today. We're on the coat. Everyone's like, you know, oh, are we? Is it all over? All this relegation nonsense that we've been talking about. Listen, we we need to just make sure we're finishing sort of 21, 22, all that. Should we forget that now? Because we've seen quite a few teams now, and there's a lot of teams that, to be quite honest with you, they can't even touch us this season, isn't it? I'd never say forget a relegation, but but it's the first season that it's level for 20 odd years. But the way it's going, it's take a monumental change in the way we play, the confidence, the quality to actually drag us down the bottom. It really is a massive, massive long shot for that to happen. So it's all about confidence. Enjoy the quality we have on the side. We come to the European Champions, and they're a long time ago, the European Champions, still a big club. They've got a bit of money. They had a £5.5 million striker on the bench. I mean, that tells us how they see us. And that's a compliment in itself. We were just superb. We controlled the game. Yeah, we shouldn't worry about relegation whatsoever. We are good. We are a bloody good side. Really quality. We showed it tonight again. What a result. East Midlands Derby double. Thank you very much. In five in five days, beat two quality sides. Come on, Brentford. I mean, listen, you know, we're on the way back. I don't know, we're probably on the A52 something, which separates Derby and separates Nottingham. The funny thing is that we beat both of them sides in the last three or four days, haven't we? They can't even touch us, can they? No, they can't at all. We're just play, we're just playing brilliant out there. Uh, I, but I, but I mainly think that it's down to Warburton. He's got the side playing brilliant, and uh, I think it's key that in the championship we've gone out there with that attacking mindset rather than not sitting back. Whereas teams like Brighton and Derby have come to Brentford <coughs> sitting back, just trying to get a point. Whereas we, we, we've just totally outplayed them on the attack. It's interesting you say that because a lot of the fans that we've actually met find it quite refreshing that Brentford actually come to their grounds or, come, or we play against them and we don't sit back. We actually say that you're actually going for it, which does a lot for us for a lot of respect and also does a lot for our football, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's like uh, you, you need to go into the Championship with that mindset because at the start of the season, a lot of people are saying, oh, we'll just con- consolidate this season and we'll stay up. But I really do think that Griffin Park will be one of the tougher grounds to come to this season and playing with that attacking mindset with the with, with the noise of Griffin Park and the atmosphere I really think it's, I really think it's worked to our advantage this season I'm going to ask you a question I mean we've come to the championship like I said we all, we're looking at that fine line 2021-22 but we're looking better than that you know do, do you think that this division is maybe not as hard as we may have thought it may have been well, personally, personally, I've always said that there's a big, there's a big uh, jump in the standard between League One and Championship, but it's, it's, it really has proved it out there today. Coming to Forest on a Wednesday night, uh, when at, when towards the start of the season they were top and they were pretty much dominating, and people people were tipping them to go up. So yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. That the Championship, the Championship isn't actually. Uh, seeming harder than people make it out to be. Andre Gray, my lord. Andre Gray. Again, he 
500 grand he cost from Luton. A lot of people, a little bit of doubt saying you can't step up, what, two, three divisions to this division, but he's a complete and utter pest, isn't he? Last couple of games, yeah. Beginning of the season, I wasn't sure about him, but uh, these last couple of games, he's just been on fire, to be honest. And uh, also, I think I mentioned for David Button tonight, it was absolutely superb. Didn't put a foot wrong as far as I'm aware. And uh, I think that sort of silences a lot of criticism he's had over the last sort of six months or so. Well, I mean, th- again, this is another question. It's like, you know, a lot of people expect us to come into the division and just do the business initially. Andre stepped up two or three divisions, three, you know, lots of divisions, and you can't expect him to do the business from day one. I mean, it's a lot of acclimatisation. And you've got to give respect to Mark Warburton to saying, I believe in you. I want you to grow into this division. He's put him in there, and now he's actually learnt the game, hasn't he? I think so, yeah. But I think you've also got to remember that the whole team has moved up in the whole division as well, and I think they've adapted really well. Um, I've been to most games, and I don't think we've got anything to be scared of in this division at all. We can hold our own, and if we're not top half, I'd be really surprised, to be honest. Nottingham Forest, dispatched. Derby, dispatched. Dougie, He's been an absolute Don Dada, hasn't he, this season? He has, and uh, he's been there at the right times, and he scored a few goals at, um, like, Reading at home when he sort of sealed up the victory and so forth. Yeah, man of the season so far, I think, uh, without a doubt. So, heads up to, uh, to Dougie. Looking forward to Saturday, though. Dougie's going to be missing. Do you think this is a problem, or do we have strength and depth to be able to deal with this? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you, you never know what the team's going to play like until you've actually the player's not there. Um, but Tumani can step up without a shadow of a doubt. But I just don't know who they're going to put in with him. Uh, it's probably Torrell and play Jota as well at the same time, I guess. Absolutely tremendous tonight, wasn't it? Uh, very exciting because we've done Derby and Nottingham in one week. Oh, how much that must hurt in the East Midlands. I mean, the Derby fans, it's interesting because we formed a little bit of a bond with the Derby fans. We were there before and after the game. They lost the game and they weren't too fast. They, you know, they, they weren't happy, but they were cool with Brentford and they were tweeting us saying, good luck today, good luck today. And they were, you know, all through the game, they were giving us lots of support. So this must have felt really good on one side of the A52. Well, it certainly did, but it's a shame when you go to such a great ground as this and you see their supporters on the backs of their own team. And throughout the game, there was a lot of negative feeling towards the Nottingham players from their own supporters. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I mean, we we saw that and, I mean, not to say that we get that a lot at Brentford. Every now and again you see that, but I think that when you get the expectation, which is so high, which is a team like this, where... Apparently, again, Derby fans were saying that they felt that they had won the league in August. And now they have gone, what's it, nine games without winning or maybe won one game. It's, I don't know the facts, but I mean, it's well, probably... Billy, I don't know what you think, but coming up on the coach tonight, I think the most of us felt that this game was there for us. There was a real confidence about what the team could do tonight. And, well, we saw that it happened. It, well, I mean, again, I didn't come up with the coach because we came up on the train. We were on a bit of the early posse. So we actually talked to a lot of Nottingham fans very early oh, on. I see. And it was unbelievable because I actually felt a little nervous because we actually never met, and you'll see it on the besotted video, which you'll see, which mm. is going out later, that there was actually no Nottingham Forest fan who felt confident today that they would actually get a result, which to me 
I was nervous about because I thought there's well, going to be a backlash. What is emerging is that teams that are doing well in this league are ones that have a real team spirit, where players are aware of each other and supporting each other. And we've been coming against teams that individually have had very able players. But what we seem to be able to match every team we're playing against is this idea of um, supporting each other. And so when someone makes a foul up, there's someone to support them and back them up. And I think we're coming through as a very credible team. We, we are. And uh, it's a bit un- annoying because the, the problem is that we've had a couple of uh, slightly disappointing results in the fact that we've lost, but we've lost quite big. The Norwiches yeah. and the, yeah. the Middlesbrough, which has knocked our goal differences in yeah. on the down. So what's happened is now that we've come into the fray, but yeah. we're kind of like the bottom of the fray. You know, it's early days yet, but at the end of the day... Well, like, I don't know what you think, Billy, but it must be blindingly obvious to everyone that Andre Gray is thirsting for goals. He's after them. And I know he missed a couple tonight, but um, he was really on fire at parts of the game. And um, I think we've got something coming from him in the next few games, and it could well be the answer to addressing the goal difference question. Which is which is great. I mean, we, we haven't got that many options up front, to be quite honest with you. But also on the flip side of it is that Look at where we've come from. We've come from Division 1. We're not looking necessarily to say we want to go to the Premier League. We want to just be in there in this league. So at the end of the day, we need to survive in this league. So if Andre Dre goes out there, gets experience like all the other players, next season he's going to come back even better and hotter and faster and badder. And that's kind of what we're looking at, really. I think what we'll find is people like Dallas as well. Um, Their personal self-confidence will grow. And with that, we know performances come. And we've got a number of players in our team who are in that category. And so, frankly, I I can't see how anything other than us getting better can be what happens. Looking forward, and we're going to be talking about this a little bit later in this podcast, But and we're going to be talking to the Millwall fans as well a bit later, but just looking forward to the weekend. Mr Jonathan Douglas, unfortunately, is going to be out of the game. (laughs) I know, I know, yeah. Is this, is this a problem, or have you got strength and depth? Well, what's going to happen, of course, is that Tumani will keep his place. He's always got an option of playing three centre central defenders. I can't see why Tarkovsky can't come on, and you have three central defenders and two wing-backs. That's a distinct possibility. Um, I don't see that there's a shortage of options for the manager. And it's a silly question, but Millwall, do you think they're going to be looking at this result and thinking... Mighty bees are coming down to the den, the new den, and we are going to have to do a lot of hard work to actually hold them back. Well, they've been told they will be told that they've got to stand up and, and put up a fight. But otherwise, they'll see what happened tonight with Nottingham. We can roll over teams if they're, if they're not careful. Of course, we've got to be there to, to make sure that Craigie gets a, a terrific reception. That's right. So, will they kick us off the park? Because to be fair to Nottingham, they didn't kick us off the park today. Some teams try to do that. Well, let's hope they try, because then they'll get lots of yellow cards and possibly a sendering off, because our lot are fairly tough and they stand their ground. It's not a problem, really, for us, is it? We'll see. Anyway, Billy, good luck. See you at Millwall. Wicked. So those were the thoughts of the Brentford fans on the way back from Nottingham on the coach. It was a pretty horrendous journey. It took them four or five hours to get back home. M1 absolutely collapsed on us. And like got home two or three o'clock in the morning, but everyone was absolutely smiling when they got home because very encouraged by that display. Great vibe, great support from the fans. And uh, that's it. Onwards and upwards. Looking forward to Millwall game on Saturday. There's going to be another podcast in the next day or so. So subscribe on iTunes. 
Just press the button and it'll come automatically to your iPhone, your iPad, your computer, whatever. And you can check out all the Brentford podcasts. It's besotted. Check it out. Pride of Westland. Come on, Brentford. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.